Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here. We're back again. Another episode of the MBA podcast. Almost got tongue-tied, Ash. You'd think after 156 episodes, I would know that it's MBA podcast. How are you? Well, you haven't you haven't said it's going to be another good episode yet, but I'm sure it's going to be another good episode. Number one fifty six. I'm doing really well, and um, I uh, I really like this topic. Right? I mean, we we discuss all sorts of different topics in this podcast. Um, I'll let you introduce it, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm uh, got a couple of thoughts on this topic that I think will be very interesting to our listeners and our viewers because we're on camera now, so you get to look at us and listen to us. Is that a good thing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Well, I'll let other people judge that, but anyway. Yeah, the, the feedback on that's closed. <laughs> no. Um, and I am looking forward to this one, and it is going to be another good episode, uh, as they always are. Um, listeners, hope you're well. Uh, title for today, what we're talking about is happy team equals happy business equals happy you. And um, hopefully you've clicked on it and you are listening to this because that makes sense or you want the end result, which is a happy you. Um, but where we're going with this episode is we know what it's like as mortgage brokers. We've been mortgage brokers. We've been in positions where we've been, you know, under the pump, stressed, you know, high volume of loans, things are stacking up, the phone's ringing off the hook. Maybe you're in that position or have been in that position as well. And what happens when we're under the pump and we're stressed and the proverbial is hitting the fan is we start to we'll get stressed, right? And when we get stressed, we become short. And if you've got a team or people trying to help you, you're going to start getting short with them. You're going to start expecting miracles from them. And by default, what happens, Ash and listeners, is a lot of people start to get the iron fists out, so to speak, because when you're under the pump, you've, you know, you start leading with the iron fist and, you know, having crazy expectations of your team. And unfortunately, that's what people do under pressure. But at the same time, it's what leads to burning out your team, poor results, poor client outcomes, and all of that leads to a bad business and an unhappy you. So it's just, um, we want to try and unravel this web of, you know, being pressured and under the pump and being forced to lead with an iron fist to get things done but that's not going to get you where you want to be. So let's try and unravel that, Ash. So whether our yeah. listeners are in that position or not, they need to be aware of this so that they don't fall into the trap or can get out of this. So how do you want to start to unpack it? Yeah, look, I might unpack this by um, approaching it from a little bit of a um, a sporting metaphor. Um, you know, this old school style of leadership. Now, I, I follow AFL, um, but, you know, this is probably applicable to a lot of different sports where old style of leadership and and coaching uh, within football was pretty much, you know, follow me over the trenches, boys, I'll lead from the front type leadership. So it was that sort of, I say, you do, and and I'll demonstrate leadership through my actions alone. Therefore, I'm the hardest trainer, I'm the hardest worker, I'm the most skillful, I get the ball the most, you know, so therefore, everybody 
is performance and 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 the culture of the organization becomes follow the leader all right so it's based on the leader whereas that that had some success during the 70s 80s and 90s but during the 2000s and and beyond to now leadership has really turned completely around where happiness leads to great results rather than great results leading to happiness so that sort of mentality of the past where what by being successful on the field we will feel better about ourselves and feel happy because we've achieved a goal whereas now leadership is let's work on ourselves let's work on our culture let's work on the values of the team and everyone feeling um bought into that process and then we'll continue to pursue goals and the goals tend to be secondary to the process of leading through learning support encouragement guidance and if you roll this over into business right it's only natural that without advice training coaching or direction to the alternative most mortgage brokers as they're building a business end up leading from a position of well I'm good at this I know what to do therefore you should be good at this and know what to do as well right and that's how you tend to measure people is by their ability to execute a task that you're telling them to do right yep. It makes sense at that level, right? So some listeners might be going, well, yeah, of course, Ash. That's what you pay people do to do a job. Yes, of course you do, and that's part of it. But if you want to build, you know, productivity, improvement, culture, loyalty, um, going the extra mile in the business, just expecting people to do their best and be their best because you told them to Hmm. is not enough, not by a long shot, right? So we've got to look at it differently, and this applies to business. So for you guys out there listening to this, you know that I hope that sporting metaphor makes sense. And you look at the successful clubs in AFL, if you're into it, or any other sport, I think you'll find a common thread that they've really had an awakening around what leadership means. Right? Mm. It's not about being the alpha, and I'm the best player, I'm the hardest this, I've won the most awards, therefore you should all come up to my standard. Exactly, and it rarely works, right? It rarely but works. You can't expect your your team to be as invested and you know efficient and hungry and everything as you are. Because I know most brokers, you know, we're going places and we want to kick goals and write as many loans as possible, and it's like keep up with me. And then a lot of those top performers wonder why they're churning and burning so many staff. Ash, I like your analogy of the AFL. I, I wrote something on my iPad. I want to share it with you and listeners, and it's. I'm just trialing it. So we'll see what you all think of this. But I think a lot of this stems from the number one desire that most mortgage brokers have to create happy clients. Now, the interesting thing about the title today doesn't say anything about clients. It's happy team equals happy business equals happy you. But what about the client in here? Most mortgage brokers, the number one sole thing they want to do is make sure the clients are happy which is great, right? That sounds like a good idea. But what happens when we put the client first? What what happens is we bend over backwards. We work 24-7. We become a slave. Our team becomes a slave to them. Our business becomes, and it leads to this unhappiness cycle, right? And stress. So I want to try and how do we reconcile this, Ash? Because that's what we want is to create happy clients. But if we put it first, what actually happens is unhappiness leads. Whereas if we think, no, number one, I want my team to love what they do. And when my team love what they do, they will work 
more productively. They will get better client outcomes, better business outcomes. I'll be happy as a business owner and we'll actually end up getting happier clients than if we put our clients first. Can we unpack that for a sec? Because oh, yeah. well, I wonder if that's the crux of well, why I there's so many issues in the industry right now. Yeah, poking away at the gold there, James, for darn sure, right? Um, look, I think when we focus on our source of happiness and fulfillment in a business and in life based on how somebody else feels about what we're doing, i.e. the client, we are investing our happiness as a team into the client experience. Now, people might go, well, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with that is that if you're not sourcing happiness and fulfillment through the love of the job and the culture of the business, and it's purely based on the happiness of your client, what if a client's not happy? Well, you know, you know, how are you measuring your staff fulfillment? Is it purely based on some sort of survey of clients being happy? And I think this is really where I'd encourage people to shift their thinking to understand, well, happiness is something that we can spread outwards from within the team. And there's there's one of the great entrepreneurs out in the world, it might be Branson or one of those guys who has said, um, focus on your team, focus on your team, look after your people, number one. The customer's not right, you're not right, the team is right. The team is right. You focus on that, everything else springs from that. Because, you know, I would say in my experience with working with brokers for many years is the number one source of challenge and opportunity is your team. Yep. Right? There's system, leads, a whole bunch of other things, but your team is the integral connection between where you are and where you want to be Mm. as a business and as a group of people. So it sort of begs the question, well, okay, how do we start to shift the culture and the leadership of the business away from, you know, principle says, staff do, and that's your form of measurement, to a to a, a culture of improvement, learning, mm. development, and pursuit of potential. Yep. And I think that's what these AFL clubs who have engaged external performance experts into their organisations to bring that mindful approach to business they're the ones who are playing off for premierships and winning premierships because they've got that 5% extra that stands above purely performance-based metrics, which is you are measured solely by how closely you stack up yep. with the leader. Yeah. I like that you brought that up, Ash, because that's the question, isn't it? How do we start to reposition this with our team and ourselves? And I think... uh you know, I think we talked about this in another episode, <clears throat> maybe just last week, in that it's very hard to make decisions and change things from inside the ring when you're busy getting punched and trying to punch and kick back and stuff like that. So I think this is the same. If you are under the pump, 110% busy, files piling up, the, the, the emails and the phones running off the hook and you're just stressed, well, it's very difficult to go, no, that's okay. I'm just not going to be stressed and under the pump and I'll start being happy with my team. No, like, you have to first solve the fact that you are over capacity and essentially drowning in work to give yourself the opportunity to reset and start to rebuild the ability to help that many people, but doing it in a way that is arming your team with the tools and the resources and the training and leading with the right perspective on building them up and making sure they're happy at work. 
um, instead of, you know, chasing your tail. So it's easier said than done in some ways to sort of go, well, look, you as the business owner, it's your job is to make your team happy because if you do that, they'll stay, they'll be more productive and they'll do a great job, which will lead to happy clients. Um, We've first got to make space for you to spend some time making your team happy. And I hope that this message is getting through to our listeners, Ash, in that, Mm. you know, what are you telling me like to not put my client first? That's what the entire industry says and does is put the client first. And, you know, like a lot of the things we talk about are actually the opposite to what most people do. And, you know, unfortunately, the opposite is usually true to be successful. And that, you know, I know there's probably a lot of our listeners, you know, hearing me go, don't put your client first, actually put you and your team first. Um, that probably goes against what everybody is doing right now, but it actually results in happier clients and better outcomes. And I think the only way to do it, as you said, Ash, is by focusing on leadership and you need to first get the space and the right team around you to support that. So there's a lot of work and there's a bunch of things that you need to do in order to get to that space. And it's exactly what we do with our members. It takes time, but when they get there, things are amazing things are possible. But uh, yeah. Oh, to, to, to fully work through this, of course, come and, come and talk to us about going on this journey. But we can certainly speak to the stepping stones, right? Um, yep. and, I, and I see this so, so often, and I'm sure many, many of our listeners and out, and watchers out there will resonate that w- the position they're in is growing the business requires them to keep working harder. And psychologically, that's imprinted in their mind is leadership is about being the hardest worker. Leadership is about leading from the front. Leadership is about setting the highest standard. Leadership is about holding people accountable to that high standard. That's what we all have, most of us have imprinted in our brains. And this is why, of course, James, so many brokers end up coming to us, hopefully, um, um, with a starting position of I'm successful, but I'm on a path that's going to see me splatter into a brick wall because I've built a culture that requires me to be the hardest worker in the business. I mean, that's not a good culture, right? No. Like it's not a football team. Like you know, you're not you, you, you're not expected to get forty kicks and kick ten goals every game, right? No. You know, so this transition away from being leader through performance, as opposed to leader through culture, is a a big step for most people because it doesn't come naturally, and it's not taught in the industry because the industry is speaking to twenty thousand brokers. You know, so the industry speaks from very high level concepts, sales. Yeah clients, most important, diversification, all those sorts of things that are high-level concepts. But on the ground, for an individual person to build a sustainable, productive, happy business, you know, you've got to break it down into much smaller component parts. And I, I would like to, to, the starting point for me is, for any business owner, is to really understand what their workflow looks like, mm-hmm. how long things take to get done, and yeah. from that to establish productivity benchmark. Now, productivity is probably a word that, you know, you could put on loop on your phone and it'll put you to sleep at night faster than anything else, right? <laughs> they hear the word productivity, it's like, oh, boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, productivity is at the heart of good leadership, right? Understanding how to use productivity to communicate to your team, to get them on board the journey of improvement, the journey of being 1% better per day and 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 why that's important and how to go about achieving it. That's the culture you want in your team. 
right? Yep. That is the culture because once you're on that journey, happy clients are just a natural result and people are focused on constant improvement rather than, you know, if I don't do the right thing by the leader, I'm going to get my backside kicked because he or she has got such a high standard, right? Yeah. That's oh. when people suddenly leave your business that you thought were happy and you wake mm-hmm. up and go, oh, boss, I'm leaving. Why? Oh, you know. People, people don't really tell you that they're not happy with your leadership. They just make up a story to lead. And, mm. and it's very frustrating for a business owner to lose people from their business and not really know why. And this is a good starting point. So that that would be my sort of takeaway message for um, our, our audience, James, is to, to have a think about how long things take in your business, what you can do to document and systemize that, and then off the back of that, you establish the productivity benchmarks that you and your team can aim at. So I would call that the premiership window. If I can take this AFL or sports metaphor, another step is the, the best sporting clubs don't have a fixed goal of we must win a premiership. The best sporting clubs have a culture of we are going to set a system and framework and structure in place that puts us in the best position to be able to play for a premiership. Right, so the process is what they fall in love with, love with, not the achievement or not of the ultimate outcome. Definitely. So as a business owner, you've got to bring the same culture to you. you. Do. Yeah, I love the analogy, and uh, we could do a whole episode on productivity uh, in itself. Right, uh, you know, we get that question a lot, don't we? In terms of how productive should people do? How many loans should I expect my process at a process? And it's, you know, I, I, there's probably a lot of brokers listening now that could put their hand up and say. Either I don't know, or there's probably a lot of brokers out there that are expecting their processor to process loans as fast as they do and be happy at work. Don't work like that. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, simple, simple test, everybody. Time how long it takes you. And if you expect your team to work to that level, forget it. Um, knock it down to 70, 80%. Like <laughs> we could go in for a whole episode about KPIs and productivity, but um you cannot expect people to be you. That's another title for another episode, by the I way. I like it. I think. But I think at the end of the day, it's a good summary that you put forward there with the sporting analogy. But at the end of the day, you know, this title at the end is Happy You, which listeners, that's what we want for you all is, is to be happy. And, you know, obviously happiness, you know, often comes with a certain amount of dollars in your account to keep you, you know, well fed and having fun. So happy you, that's the end result. So if we work back on this title, the only way you're going to be happy is to have a good business, happy business, not a business that's iron fist, team stressed, happy business. Um, and to have a happy business, we need a happy team. So that's where we need to start. And, you know, just as a reminder before we wrap up, yeah, focus on that and you can get what you want and you'll also be able to get, you know, help your clients get what they want too. So. Um, put the iron fists away and, um, yeah, start creating an environment where you're happy to come to work and your team is happy to come to work as well because it will lead to good things. Um, that, that's spot on, James. And I, I just want to add to you the uh, add to that the, um, the lesser known uh, cousin of the iron fist is the passive aggressive fist. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people will have the frustration and anger rise up in them, but they won't express it. Mm. Like I think, and I, I know a lot of people like that. So when things are not working in their business, instead of speaking up about it, they chew it down, they sit on it, 
they percolate on them and that stress builds inside them. And that's a huge cause of mental stress for a lot of mortgage brokers is an inability to express in the right way what's going wrong in their business. Mm. Um, so it can be the iron fist, which is not great, but also not great is um, consuming it all and sitting on it and not being able to get it out. Right? Actually, I'm really glad you brought that up, Ash, because I know we're about to wrap this one, but at the same time, we're definitely not saying, hey, just, you know, um, play ping pong and foosball and have cake and coffee every day and so everybody's happy. Like we're, t- we're not talking about happiness in terms of that frivolous, let's just all be smiling and happy and, you know, make things. It's not easy. We're saying creating happiness is not necessarily just coming to work and having fun and smiling and having, you know, casual days or whatever. Like it's much deeper and more complex than that. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. So um, maybe we can dive into the complexities of, happiness and creating really productive teams in more episodes love to sounds fun listeners hope you've liked it and um as always jump across to broker ideas group have a look at some of the results book in a chat with the team let's make you happy as well have a great week ash next time james until next time listeners have a great week too bye thanks for joining this episode of mortgage broker acceleration with broker ideas group To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events, and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big and go big with Broker Ideas Group.